Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome to our second show for First Look. I'm your host, Nikki Sylvester. First Look is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au. Joining me today is MG, who's going to preview the AFL season that will start on Wednesday night. And we've also got Top Rope, who's going to review the NRL's first week, which started last Thursday. I do have MG in the studio with me today. How's your long weekend going? Uh, it's a long weekend. Yeah. It is for some. <laughs> <laughs> We're in uh, working on a Monday. Borco's got us under the pump here early Monday yeah. morning. But uh, yeah, no, interesting weekend. Obviously, no AFL this week. We've uh, had to, uh, well, we've watched another female, the last round of the females football. So they head into the finals, which we'll cover in brief a bit later. But um, yeah, it's good to have rugby league back. I guess, uh, you know, Top Rope was up and about this weekend. He's very excited to be in. He's got a lot to talk about. So uh, he's team yeah, one. No, good. He's super happy. <laughs> Yes. So uh, it, was yeah, a, was, it was it was a miserable old win, though, boys and girls. It was a miserable old win, but uh, you'll take the two points. You'll take the two points, but you're doing better than uh, MG and I because we didn't tip a winner. Yeah, over one poor start. But, uh, <laughs> yes. uh, all good. So you survived your first show. You're back for for show two now. I can't so. wait. I'm pumped. I've been yeah. practicing. I've been listening. <laughs> Got everyone I know to watch uh, watch the podcast. Okay. All right. Very good. No, no. We'll see how we go this week. Yeah. Can't wait. Top rope. How was your first week of NRL? How'd you go? What'd you think? Uh, yeah, it was uh, great to be back. You know, all the goodwill and all the uh, all the, the, the pleasantness and hope was long gone. Everyone's cursing the referees, cursing the bunkers, cursing their bets. We had one favourite uh, one favourite cover all weekend. So, if you don't mind a minus during uh, a lot of uh, a lot of trouble. Uh, but it was great. It was a cracking start to the week. Uh, Penrith knocking off uh, uh, Manly. We had uh, um, Broncos causing an almighty upset against the Bunnies and then uh, followed up the next day by the Roosters being done by the Knights as a 16.5-point dog. So uh, a pretty wild weekend from a betting point of view, but uh, it was wonderful, wonderful to have it back. And uh, topped off by uh, the uh, almighty Bulldogs getting a sneaky win against the worst team in the comp. Uh, getting home with probably the benefit of a very lucky video referee. Lucky, fair income top rope. They'd, celeb- they'd celebrated for five minutes before they brought it back. What did you make of all the? Um, <laughs> what did you make of all the video refs? Because obviously, had the two tries have been allowed for Penrith, that would have been a huge score. Yeah, I thought uh, some of it was uh, apparent. Going back to that Penrith game, I think they got the first call right, but. The second one, there's no way Luai interfered with Tom Trebojevic there. It was a broken play. There's just bad luck there. And uh, the, the dogs got a little bit uh, lucky on, but there were some just all, all, very ordinary decisions all weekend, kind of going back to James Tedesco having his try disallowed as well. And they would have hit the roofs off to a 4 0 as well. So, uh, yeah, there's you know, a few certainties in life death taxes and the bunker being a complete mess, and uh, nothing's changed. All right, so we'll come back to Top Rope a little bit later. Uh, Over to MG. So normally we would cover the AFL review for each week, but given that the season starts on Wednesday night, we're just going to preview the first two games. So as I said, Wednesday and Thursday night before the Friday Lions show. Uh, MG, over to you. Yeah, so obviously we're kicking off uh, Wednesday night. As you said, the grand final replay, we see the odds on the screen there. We've got... uh, Pretty solid market at the moment here. Melbourne at $1.60, Bulldogs two thirty-five. The line's uh, gone from eight to nine, but it's been pretty solid uh, the last few days. Uh, yet to see a total, so we can't really talk about the totals yet. We probably won't be able to talk about the totals much on a Monday uh, for show, but we'll cover them on uh, later in the week on our fr- Friday show. 
so on Friday, we just touched uh, with uh, OB just the first two games, which mm-hmm. we'll just briefly go over again. Uh, so this is grand final replay, Melbourne v. the Bulldogs. Uh, both teams going in pretty pretty healthy. Yeah. Nikki, I think, um, you know, uh, you know, Melbourne, Melbourne have uh, won. They won two or three against the Bulldogs in last year, mm-hmm. uh, but the Bulldogs have won two of the last three at the MCG. So not too much of the stats. Uh, the other one you probably want to throw in is Melbourne had a very good MCG record last year. They were eight and two. So uh, home ground advantage there. Obviously, um, you know, unfurling of the flag will be a big occasion. Hopefully they uh, – the weather looks like being okay, so there's no excuses for the crowd. Yep. They should get uh, – hopefully they get really up there, 80,000, 90,000 to uh, oh, get, get around both teams and Melbourne can uh, celebrate it. And, um, yeah, so on the injury front, as we covered on Friday, Petty's going to miss for Melbourne. Obviously, they get Tomlinson back mm-hmm. from last year's side in terms – other than that, they're pretty healthy. Uh, the Bulldogs, Keith's probably probable at this stage, probably leaning to him, probably going to play at this stage, I think. Other than that, they've got a few out, Darcy McLean. Yeah. And obviously Bruce's long-term injury for the Bulldogs. But other than that, of what we saw, um, you know, they played last week. Obviously Melbourne just lost. Uh, they were fast mm-hmm. finishing, lost to Carlton. And the Bulldogs just lost by a goal to Brisbane. So both their preps are right. They'll be uh, ready to go. And, yeah, obviously Melbourne will want to get the uh, defence off to a very good start, whereas the Bulldogs, you know, they always call it a revenge game, even though it's not really a revenge game. But, you know, it's <laughs> uh, well be. It, yeah, it doesn't take away the hurt from losing a grand final, but it, yep. you know what it does is get a chance to get your uh, psyche right for the season. Obviously, get off to a one no start. So, looking forward to the match. I, personally, I don't think there's too much in the betting. I think it's probably about right. I think if anything, you may see Melbourne slip up another point or two. And if you're waiting on the Bulldogs, I'd suggest to maybe hold off until the last hour or so of betting. You might see plus ten, plus eleven, uh, mm. depending on the team lineups. Hot obviously, tea. coming out. Yeah. Okay, to wait there just an hour before the game. So we also had that visit to Thursday night's game. You touched on Carlton, so we've got Carlton-Richmond. Yeah, so the Carlton game, obviously, on the Thursday night, 7.25 start there. We've got uh, 280, the Blues, 144, the Tigers. The line is a 14.5 to Richmond at the stage. As I said, totals we'll have to uh, just wait on. It'll be interesting total in this game at the moment. The weather forecast looks a bit average at the moment. Um and obviously, being at the MCG, it will be affected. So, uh, you know, I'm tipping the bookies might be a bit gun shy putting uh, this total up too quickly. But we'll see what shakes out when the fine the total comes up. But uh, yeah, weather residing, this could be a, a lower scoring game, I think, than uh, than the Bulldogs and Melbourne game. Uh, as we said last week, um, you know, the the early betting here, Carlton have been you know pretty strong in the betting. They were as big as plus nineteen and a half, now down to fourteen and a half. Right. So. It's been a good swing for the Blues. Uh, obviously, they did get over Melbourne in the practice match. So they did have a good hit out for three quarters. They were very good and then probably either just uh, tightened the reins or ran out of gas, one of the two. It all depends how you uh, you look at it. Richmond, they uh, their hit out was probably less impressive, but more by the opposition they had. Mm-hmm. Hawthorne uh, probably not providing great resistance this year for the, for the better sides anyway. So Richmond just did what they had to. They look like they're clicking on all gears. They're pretty healthy. So... Um, the big thing for me is here that uh, I guess, you know, Richmond and Carlton have been kicking off the season now uh, for a long time. Yep. Uh, Richmond just have a dominant uh, win streak, about 13 straight now against Carlton. So the last time Carlton beat them was in 2013. So which way you look at it, you know, they're, they're either due or they just cannot take care of Richmond uh, round one of the year. Um, I'm leaning to Richmond. Uh, Betting-wise, I just think, again, I think with – 
with Carlton, you're probably better off to back now, especially with yep. maybe a bit of weather. I, I think the Carlton side of a line, I think, will still shorten. Uh, so if you're if you're keen on Richmond, I think I'd just maybe be holding off for as late as possible and just see what happens. I, th- I think the if the market's going to move, it's going to shift more towards Carlton yep. than Richmond, uh, just because Carlton were obviously well bet, probably the most bet side last year. Uh, and with the weather, if 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 it continues to be how the force cast will be, uh, people will expect a tidy game. So. Yep. The money might be for Carlton. So, um, yeah, so be listen, like top rope last week. Uh, we're only two days away from the season kickoff. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, big crowd and I'll be looking forward to seeing a really good game to kick off. So. Yeah, perfect. Okay, punters, if you do like what MG is saying, make sure you head to Little Birdie TV, hit the shop button, get the AFL stings from $22 a week. Sounds like the AFL season is going to kick off to an amazing start and you've already been given a couple of tips from MG. We'll take a quick break and then we'll be back with NRL and Top Rope. Welcome back to First Look, which is brought to you by topsport.com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust, bet with Top Sport. Okay, we're going to head to NRL now because it was quite a big week. Top Rope, bring you in, buddy. Yeah, it was a, a, a fantastic week. Uh, like we said earlier in the show, it was a uh, a good weekend for unders punters and a very good weekend for uh, underdog punters. Uh, well, if you're on the opposite side, you're probably looking to reload the old accounts. But uh, yeah, we uh, we certainly saw that Penrith were not dealing with any kind of grand final hangover. They annihilated Manly uh, in their uh, opening clash. Uh, really slipped, particularly without Nathan Cleary there. It was a very impressive. Manly were off the map. They were four and a half point dogs to two and a half point favourites. But uh, we're never in the show, and uh, might have been an indicator of kind of how Tom Trevoy, which is going to going to be looking looking this year. Yeah. Penrith were all over him like a rash, so uh, that was big. Uh, Cronulla very disappointing against Canberra. Uh, they jumped favourites, another well backed team, nineteen eighteen, after trailing eighteen six with a few minutes to go before Hudson Young uh, tried some pretty ordinary defence. Gave Ricky Stewart and Canberra a very, very strong victory. Not bad for a team playing a second game at halfback. So uh, the Raiders have been losing those games the last few years, so they were certainly uh, very happy with that. Uh, Broncos, massive, massive upset. Uh, Huge. High, pretty high hopes. For I think where we will sit with um, where we'll sit with the, the Broncos Souths is that uh, Souths were very, very disappointing uh, and have some. Some major worries. Let's hope Latrell can kind of overcome some of that stuff. But yeah, very, very ordinary there. Uh, the Roosters, Newcastle. Roosters were were appalling. Didn't get a, didn't, didn't have a, had a few kind of head knocks there. But Newcastle, who I think I dubbed plenty of places a fraudulent side, they were uh, no good at all. Uh, they were they came out and, and absolutely blew the Roosters off the field. So they won with their physicality there. Uh, the Warriors did plenty of Warriors stuff and, and probably threw the game against the Dragons away. The Dragons uh, certainly took advantage of some notable Dal Matendi's Lesniak tries, uh, uh, sorry, errors. Uh, Tigers led this form early, had the storm uh, very worried, but the big story out of that game is the injury toll at St. Melbourne. Brandon Smith broken hand, George Jennings ACL, Christian Welch, ruptured Achilles. Looks like the latter two will be out for the season, so... Uh, or in there, they might be hitting the player market sooner rather than later. 
Eels, Titans. Uh, Eels jumped the blocks. Titans fought them back. They took a couple of penalty goals. So it was 50-odd uh, first-half points there, and then it all just shut down in the second half. But Parramatta snuck away a couple of questionable penalties at the back end of the game to pull out the 32-28 win. And at the other end of the spectrum, in a humid then bucketing downtown, so the Bulldogs overcame a 4-0 halftime deficit to beat uh, the Cowboys 6-4 and got extraordinarily lucky at uh, the back end of the game there with uh, 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 a video ref decision that was certain touch and go, probably the correct one in the end, but it was certain touch and go. Uh, also, to be fair, the Dogs were victims of a couple of very ordinary forward pass calls, including one where Matt Dufty scored off a pass that was flat at worst from Matt Burton. So, uh, look, the least impressive game of the year. You might have been looking at a couple of bottom four sides there, but... A win to the Bulldogs, nonetheless. Top rope, as you mentioned, we'll just put up the graphic to see it. Very much uh, went to the outsiders this week. You said uh, three favourites, one for the weekend and only one cover. Uh, interesting, we spoke about briefly last week about the uh, how the bookies would attack the totals this year after being uh, behind the under the gun on them last year for much of it with the change of the rules. So there's only one over total for the week, and we did mention that maybe the totals would have to come down a bit. Do you think uh, generally it was more... Uh, the offense is not clicking. Uh, I know there was a few weather games, especially that last one, as you said, the North Queensland Bulldogs. So we'll probably scratch that because there was only 10 points in that game. But just your general pattern after week one, do you think the bookies will uh, maybe just look to be on the defensive and uh, and overreact a bit for next week? Or do you think they'll just uh, edge their way down? Uh, they should be edging their way down because uh, round one, we saw uh, the 16 clubs, 14 had halves combinations that had never played together before. So, uh, Obviously, super, super important. Uh, it obviously took time to, to, for, for, for some to click. Uh, yeah, I'd be – yeah, what, one of the games that went over, the uh, or the only game that went over, the Eels game, had uh, Moses and Dylan Brown for Parramatta, one of the two combos that they had played together previously. So uh, I, I think they're going to have to edge down for the, for the first bit. I think the referees certainly weren't as – Ruthless on uh, some of the six against his last year as well. So we're going to kind of see a bit of a return to normality, to be honest. So I'd certainly be looking at the under again if the totals go up in the kind of mid to high 40s like they did last week. And can I just also ask you, you mentioned briefly in the show how the uh, obviously the bunker went. Uh, did it have, you know, how many how many decisions do you reckon they were, uh, I guess, right or wrong? Was the consensus more that they got most of them right? But do they have are they having too big an influence on the game? You know, watching that late late game, your Bulldogs. Um, you know, to whether the decision was right or wrong, the North Queensland they took they took too long to get it uh, to get it overchanged. I mean, the crowd had all celebrated. They've gone out in the wet, the sticky conditions, and they thought they got the late winner. And they wait minutes before. You know, is is it something also that they're having too many decisions or and, and the time lapses between these decisions? Do you think that's it's too long and, and takes a bit of sting out of the game? Yeah, I think so. So what the issue with, for me wasn't that. The um, with 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 the the last game was game wasn't that the decision was overturned. It was how long it took for them to uh, get down to the referee that we, they were going to review it. So for, for mine, the the, the, the place for this, he wants to award the try. Like he, the referee, I'm sure the referee thinks it's a try. Fantastic. If there's any question mark over it, the bunker should be in his ear straight away saying we're going to review it. Now by waiting three or four minutes, which they did before reviewing it, before announcing that it had been reviewed, then all of a sudden it's very clear that they are, are about to overturn it as well. So they're almost doing the review without actually 
uh, and the accident the review has happened, which is yeah, really, really, really odd way of doing it. Uh, look, obviously they, they they get more right than wrong, but it's the wrong ones that are, you know, have a huge impact on the game. The other impact on the bunker is they've got new powers this year uh, about removing players from the field uh, for a HIA. Obviously done with you know, an independent doctor there and with the best interest of the player heart. It's taking a long time for that to get. I think Braden Burns played eight to ten minutes, you know, after he took a pretty severe. Uh, head knock and then was subsequently ruled out for the Bulldogs. At the other end of the spectrum, Victor Radley was taken off, ruled out by an independent doctor, had no had no conditions. Trent Robertson, the Roosters coach, was absolutely filthy at it. So uh, that's certainly something that, that's worth monitoring over the next few weeks. But, uh, uh, you know, I think the last thing that the league should be doing is giving a bunker more powers and that, that appears to be what's happening there. I totally agree with you there, Top Rope. Don't think we should be giving any more powers to the bunker. So what we will do is we'll throw to uh, your round one results. Uh, yeah, we um, obviously got the worst of Penrith once uh, uh, clear is ruled out. The the, the, the sheet camera uh, comes out before teams are announced, uh, but got the uh, comfortable win anyway. A little unlucky with the Sharks; they had uh, uh, they, were, they were they were certainly looking good there um, until the death. Uh, Brisbane easy cover. Dragons got a job done. The Roosters never a show, which unfortunately was the biggest play of the week. So uh, nose in front, but uh, yeah, three wins, two losses. All right, Top Rope, I just wanted to uh, have a quick look at the uh, premiership prices after week one's conclusion. Obviously, Melbourne Storm were favourites last week, just edging out mm-hmm. uh, Penrith. They got the win, but uh, disaster struck on the horizon there with plenty of injuries. So now you can see Penrith at the top at 420 after their impressive win without Cleary. Uh, Storm 550, the Roosters at $6, then out to Manly and Parramatta at 950. Top rope, what do you take away from week one? And is it going to be more of the same with the uh, the top couple of the top, or is it time to get on maybe the, the Panthers early with Melbourne Storm getting so many injuries early? No, what you often see with defending premiers is, you know, in recent times, they do jump away fast and then kind of hit a flat spot throughout the middle of the year. So, oh, yeah, I, I certainly think Penrith are one of the three teams that can win it. Uh, but I, I certainly wouldn't be jumping in before. I'm not sure they deserve to be shortening that much based on on the round one win. Uh, couldn't be jumping into Melbourne too much at the yeah until until they've got a little bit of stability around their roster at the moment. So they get Munster back and Harry Grant back this week. So uh, yeah, I saw the Melbourne looking looking pretty good. Bruce's were very disappointing with one six dollars uh, probably at their right price. If I was looking at anyone, I'd be going off the page. If I was going wide, and I'd be I'd be jumping on the Sharks. I thought they were. Disappointment, the new new hearts combination. Yeah, I think this is going to take a little bit of time. I think that the bones are there for Cronulla to to to, to go on. Yeah, I certainly don't think they'll be kind of twenty six dollars or more like that at the moment. So um, I think they're going to shorten up somewhat. Thanks for that top rope. If you are serious about your NRL punting, head to Little Birdie TV, hit the shop button, get GGOA from twenty two dollars a week. He's already off to a flyer, and you can get all of NR Nick's NRL sets. All right, let's have a look at our best bets. Yeah, okay, Nikki. We'll put up. Uh, yeah, we all had to go rugby league last week. You can see who uh, who knows what they're talking about in their rugby league, and <laughs> poor That's you unfair. and me. Poor you and me had to fend for ourselves. Uh, <laughs> top rope got the chocolates on St George Dragons there, head to head of one ninety one. He's got off on the board. The Storm unfortunately had a chance to get the uh, penalty. Well, penalty conversion. Sorry. Uh, winning by 10, so just missed out there. And your Roosters, oh, uh, well, it was quick and painless for you. We'll move on. Shocking. Okay, week two predictions. Uh, at least we've got uh, some AFL to look at this week, so hopefully won't be as painful. 
Top rope, I'll throw to you first. Uh, you are betting for your charity, Wayside Chapel. You've got them off to a good start, 1-0. Who are you selecting at this stage for week two? Yeah, just pulled them up before for the premiership uh, in Bridget Mark, but I think Quinella, uh, again, again, two and a half against Paramount, I think a little, little bit of value there. Not convinced about the Eels, but they were pretty poor kind of in the first half defensively, and, and yeah, the attack kind of went to hell pretty early on in that second half. So, uh, yeah, jumping on the Sharks plus two and a half early on. Okay, top ropes, uh, Cronella plus two and a half there. Nikki, you are playing for Sids and Kids is your charity. Yep. Uh, we won't talk about week one. We'll move straight on. You're going AFL this week. What do you got for I us? I am going one? AFL. I am. So I'm changing tactic because I think the AFL is going to suit me better this week. I think the NRL is really hard to pick for this <laughs> coming week. So I am going with the Brisbane Lions minus 10 and a half to get the job done over Port Adelaide. Okay, home uh, ground advantage yep. there. Myself, I'm going to go the home ground advantage. Also on the Thursday night, I will be tipping Richmond. Uh, we have to go with the lines we've currently got, minus 14 and a half there. We might get a bit better for punters who wait a bit later, but that is my tip. So they're the three best bets for us. We are tipping on a Monday, so you have to take it with a grain of salt, but we'll see how we go. Okay, that's uh, it for us. Uh, Nikki, back to you. All right. Thank you so much for joining us on today's edition of First Look, which is proudly brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Make sure you download our podcast everywhere you get your podcast. Follow us on socials, Twitter and Insta. It's been a pleasure to be with, here with you and have MG and Top Rope with me. Remember, for all your footy betting, head to topsport.com.au. Get GGOA and AFL stings in our shop. And that's out. We'll see you next Monday. Bye.